0: Welcome to PR After Hours, your weekly cocktail of news and interviews with leading thinkers in PR, marketing, and business. So pull up a chair in our virtual lounge. Your host, Alex Greenwood, will be right back after this. Why do people listen to PR After Hours? Don't take my word for it. Listen to Joel Freud, CEO of FluX Media i'm going on a lot of podcasts and your podcasts the conversation with you is just so authentic and so real that i i actually enjoy it i don't even feel like it's a podcast follow us now wherever you get your podcast or visit prafterhours.com and get on our subscription list so you never miss an episode Are you content with your content okay okay that was just terrible but you know what we're gonna go with it because today we got a guy who's gonna help us with this he's from the branding agency he's steve babolas steve's mission in life what is it it's to enlighten and guide budding entrepreneurs helping them grasp the intricate dance of the internet and search engine dynamics and his His main goal is to ensure that anyone with the right understanding can harness the power of the web to launch successful online ventures. That has to do with content, a lot of it. So without further ado, instead of me trying to explain it, hey, how about I just shut up and ask it? Steve Bibolas, welcome to the Virtual Lounge.
1: Hey, Alex. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I see why you do a podcast, because that was a great delivery.
0: Oh, well, thank you very much. Thank you. Then uh, I should stop now. (laughs) It's been great talking to you, Steve. Later on, (laughs) Yeah, I got let's, you. Let's, let's, I, I mentioned the content, right? So it's it's on every creator's mind. Can we talk about this? And I and forgive us listeners if this seems a little basic, but it's it's really it's basic because it's but it's foundational. Building a content calendar. I mean, what are your thoughts on that and strategies to keep the content flowing and organized and all that?
1: Yeah, it's probably the most um, important aspect of SEO is building the content calendar, and most. I guess if you would say novice, uh, novice uh, online entrepreneurs don't know how to build a, a content calendar. And that's where they really go wrong. I don't know if you're familiar with the term um, search query response posts. I know you've done a lot. You've interviewed a lot of SEOs. But are you how familiar are, are you with that
0: term? I'm going to, you know what, I'm not even going to front. I have no idea what that is.
1: Well, it's basically Google's there for mainly one purpose and it's to uh, ask it questions and get answers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you build your content calendar, you need to build that content calendar based on questions and that's a search query in the in the uh Google world. So, what are you doing? You're building a response to that question. Most people want to just you know, blah, 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 talk about their business, talk about their business, talk about the business. But what are you bringing to the table to, to, you know, Google in a sense, if you're really not answering any questions that people are asking? I mean, you've heard the term Google it. Google it comes from
0: finding out an answer, right? Uh, OK, that's the, this, this this, this, the, the, just the simplicity of that, though, is so great, because uh, what do, I tell my clients this all the time, I always say to them uh, when they're doing any, designing any kind of a piece to put out there or a campaign or or they're pitching for new business, I said, you got to answer one question that may not even be uh, conscious in the mind of the of the, the receiver of the information you're trying to put out there. They're always every human's always thinking, what's in it for me? Steve's probably going. What's in it for me to be on this Yahoo show, you know? And I'm saying, what's in it for me to introduce Steve to my audience? Well, I can already see, right?
1: <laughs> well, you confuse me because I just mentioned Google and you said
0: Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, touche. Um, okay, yeah. we got a live one here. No, but I. Yeah. But I, But you're. But you, so that to that point, um, when I. So like, let me, let me give you an example and see if I'm if I'm on the right track here. Uh, I write stuff for one of my clients. It's a medical clinic. And I did a piece on them, and the, and the piece was why you should not see Dr. Google, which was kind of a way, you know how people WebMD or Google themselves, and they feel sick, and then they realize, oh my God, I have schistosomiasis or something, and they're like, you did not wade in a river, the Nile River, so I don't know how you got that, but people still believe they do. Um, but I wrote a whole piece on that. So if I was writing a piece on that, what should have been my content, what should have been my strategy for just that piece? And maybe we could use that as a macro to explain your your overall point.
1: Sure. You always, you know, when you're doing your uh, research, it's always who, when, where, what, Mm -hmm. um, how. You know, that's how you do your your um, your research. And when you're building a content calendar, that's the main thing that you have to keep in mind is you're answering questions. If you're not answering a question to a specific targeted question, then you're you're just kind of You know, you're off the radar. Um, Yeah. So you need to really keep things focused. And a lot of people, that's another thing about the actual content itself. Right. They'll stay within that main, they'll answer the question, and then they'll go off into many different topics. Keep it as tight as possible on that, on that, um, answering that question. You don't want to really kind of get out in the weeds. I'm sure you've probably heard
0: that, that term before. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So well, you stick, stick to the
1: script in a sense, you know?
0: Stick, right. So, so when you're building that content calendar, you're the top strategy to keep things flowing and organized, but that's the first principle right there. Stick to the script. Uh, what other, what other, what other ancillary things go into keeping the calendar effective?
1: Sure. So um, it's covering that it's, I don't know if you've heard of the term of topical authority. Have you ever heard of that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you need to cover the topic Top to bottom, you just don't dip your toe into the water. Google isn't isn't going to think you're an expert. Um, Let's pick a subject. You mentioned. Did you say? Well, did you say webMD?
0: Well, uh, uh, yeah, some people use webMD, right? To uh...
1: I thought you I thought you said something about webMD, but you know, any query. um, Why does my knee hurt? Yeah, Um, yeah, right, right. You can't just uh, build your content calendar around why does my knee hurt, and just uh, write one piece and exit and go on to the next topic. You need to cover that topic from top to bottom. And what I mean by that is probably somewhere around 10 posts, 10 pieces of content around different pieces of content. Um, You need to look at your competitors. You need to look at their content. Look who is in the top three spots, the top four spots, Page one, that's the secret sauce. People overthink Google. Yeah. They think that they're trying to reinvent the wheel and they've got this new spin on how Google works. It's right there in front of you. They've if you put a if you put a question into Google, and you look who comes up on the top three entries. Yeah, you need to really formulate your 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 strategy around that. That Google likes that, so. Again, I talked about bringing other things to the table. What do you bring to the table? Um, so you got to, you know, add to that. You just can't copy and cover the exact same things that they cover. You need to, you know, bring your own things to the table as well. Maybe cover it a little bit more thorough. Again, I don't know how, you know, it just depends on how, um uh competitive the topic is some topics are they've been covered so much and they're so competitive that you know more than likely you're not you know if you see big names in there in the top three to to 10 spots like cnn amazon um you know just big big well established brands then it's going to be tough to crack that code but At the end of the day you still have to cover it because if google sees that you're not covering the most important topic they're like you have to cover that main topic as well even if it's too competitive Hmm. just to check just to check it off the list you know going back to the topical authority if you cover the things that are less competitive Mm -hmm. and don't cover the main you know the main most competitive question You know, you're kind of leaving out the missing the missing missing piece of the puzzle, even though you probably won't really rank well for it. You still should cover it.
0: Steve, um, my firm, we do crisis communication planning, and that's a pretty actually small niche in PR. uh, My agency does. Um and i've I've been blogging uh, for 14 years on my company' site and I have a very large chunk of my site about crisis I only bring that up because it just seems like uh I keep getting calls over and over uh, from people who say oh like I always say how'd you find me because that's this you got to know. Well, I Googled you and you're, you're one of the few. I hear this. You're one of the few, particularly in my part of the world, Kansas City, Missouri. You're one of the few crisis com people who look like they know what they're doing. I heard that literally the other day. And that's because I have a whole section of my site about it. To your point about I look like I, I know what I'm talking about because there's a lot on there. I've got a video. I've got all this stuff um, as opposed to maybe an agency that just says a line item that says crisis com at a bullet. Um, is that kind of what we're talking about here a little bit do you think maybe the reason i'm getting more or partially because i'm getting more calls and getting more emails is because uh, i have you know created the 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 topical authority on my side or my off base here
1: could be i mean it sounds like you're um creating great content that you know is um it's a combination you're writing probably doing a little bit of writing for the search engines Mm -hmm. but you can't just do that you have to you know right to your audience obviously ai is huge right now yeah um but you need to still put your own spin on it sorry someone's working on the roof here and uh i just saw a, sh- a shingle fall but um do you need a <laughs> I crisis, com- do
0: you need a crisis com- i do yeah or, i'll be right over <laughs> but, just just
1: over. but uh, uh I- yeah so i mean you know you you just need balance you know uh, some buzz buzzwords that we're using here i mean balance you know i talked about Google is all about building a relationship with Google, just like you're building a relationship with a human, because obviously Google is a machine, the Google machine, we call it. But the same way you establish a relationship with anybody, any of your friends or colleagues, anybody in business, you're trying to build authority with them, trust. You need to build trust with Google. I'm sure you've probably heard of domain authority,
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that was my next question. What is domain authority anyway? I've heard about it, but let's hear it.
1: Yeah. Domain authority is, is backlink based. You know, if you have a lot of good high quality backlinks, you're going to get a good uh, domain authority score. And unfortunately it is a ranking factor and they do put a lot of weight into it. And I say, unfortunately, because it's always a gray area backlinks and, you know, they're difficult to get somebody that you know, is just kind of um, producing great content mm-hmm. all the time, has a great content calendar, getting good rankings. They still may not have the other half, and that's domain authority. Um, it's good to get it naturally, but, you know, you still you still need to be aggressive. You still need to go out there and ask for backlinks as well. Backlink outreach is um, the ideal way to do it and a natural way to do it. Of course, it's no secret. Everybody's heard of paying for backlinks. And, oh, yeah. and you know, it's a gray area. I say it's a gray area. People say, oh, well, um, Google doesn't like you paying for uh, backlinks. Right. But if you do it the right way, if you and again, Google Raider guidelines, if you Google that, I know it sounds repetitive. Read the Google Raider guidelines. That's that's the secret sauce. If you just put it into Google, Google Raider Guidelines, it's got everything you can and can't do. And you can, just like traditional advertising, you can buy advertising on Google. And the way that you can do that is through a guest post. I'm sure you've heard of guest posting, or you can sponsor uh, sponsor a link or sponsor you know, sponsorship content. Um, you're, in a sense, paying for a backlink, but it's going back to the traditional... Um, you know the traditional business model where you're sponsoring content you're you're paying traditional form of advertising you're paying for that link people just you know get these emails all the time hey you want to oh. you want to buy links you want to buy links you want to buy links you, know, you don't buy the link you know it's still based around the content you know if you're just buying links which you don't even know where those links go to and right you know, then you're on a lose. You just lose a lot of control, and in general, you relinquish a lot of control when you when you, in a sense, either get a backlink naturally or pay for it, like I mentioned, because you have complete content, you have complete control of your website and the content right. that you put on it. Right. But whenever someone gives you that backlink, and you and a you know you outsource that backlink, if you want to call it, um you don't know what they're going to do. I mean, they, they may turn into a link farm, you know, a year down the road, six months down the road. And Google may see them as a contaminated, you know, they get a high spam score and you just relinquish a lot of control, but it's good to get them naturally. I mean, everybody links to news related, um, Mm -hmm. you know, what's, what's in the news right now is, uh, what's going on in Israel. A lot of people will link to that content, link link to resources like CNN or MSNBC or any of the major carriers. So that's really how backlinking works. But you can do backlink outreach and, you know, research an article that you've covered and you say, hey, here's something you didn't cover. I think it would add to your story. Uh, You know, can you include it in your article and give me the backlink? That's natural outlink, uh, backlink outreach. Um, and again, you could do sponsored content, which is, again, paying paying for uh, traditional forms of advertising and getting your your URL that you want to on, on their website.
0: Now, just to be clear, if I go to mybrandingagency.com, I don't know if you've heard of it, Steve. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, Sounds and, familiar. And, and there's an article called Create Backlinks Step by Step, How to Build Quality Backlinks for Free. Came out September 26, 2023. If I link to that in the show notes, have I created a backlink or no?
1: Yeah, you can absolutely. Yeah, you've created a backlink. If you if you on your website, you know, if you said, Hey, here's a great article that covers you know how to really master the art of backlinks. And that's look, I'm not being biased here. I, I do use some form of uh AI to create content, but, um, you know, the strategy is my strategy. I know the strategy that works. There's outdated strategies out there, yeah. but the strategies that I cover in there are um, real strategies that I use to this day that are the latest strategies. Uh, it's a good article. It's a good piece of content.
0: Well, it's a good blog, by the way, and I've, I've marked it. And um, if you start getting backlinks from my medium my sub stack my show notes well you're welcome all right so uh so steve <laughs> but uh, type the clock on the wall shaking its fist at me already but we're not done yet yeah, no uh, it's shaking its our...
1: finger its fist
0: it well hmm, i'm <laughs> not gonna yeah i'm not gonna look any closer i don't even want to know but i'll tell you this my friend um i i want to do a little bit of a this is the hackneyed lightning around kind of thing but do you have any uh top three pieces of advice to set people on the path to success in this area? I mean, are there just three things that like right off the bat, you you almost always know people are not doing or not doing right. And You may have already covered most of it and feel free to just reiterate. But what are the three things that Steve can tell us about uh, getting, getting SEO and more better uh, results and all that?
1: Uh, I'm going to use one of the most branded uh, quotes in, in branding um, history. Just do it. Just start building content. You know, look, you're not going to be great out of the box, but you're going to slowly evolve and get better and better at it. Um, The other thing, I don't know if you've ever heard of Google Eat. Are you familiar with E-E-A-T? No. Expertise, authority. uh, I'm not sure what the uh, key strands for trustworthiness. So just look, you're a business. Okay. Most people that have a website are, are a business and... A lot of people will hide from, you know, they won't put their information on there. Put as much information about your you, your company, right. your business, your address. I have an author bio. I believe you might have an author bio in your, uh, you know, author, author bios are very important. They're telling Google who's responsible for that content. If you're given bad advice, somebody needs to know where to go. You know, hey, I followed your advice. It was bad advice. You know, what the heck, you know? So uh, the more information that you can, um, the more authoritativeness, there's that word again, trust and expertise that you can uh, give to Google, uh, you'll be rewarded uh, in the long run. And again, um, you know, just don't dip your toe into the water. I'm sure probably early on you're going to... just dip your toe into the water because it's something new. But the more often that you refine your craft and the more often that you create content and you create better content and get better at it, you're going to see, you know, your data and your analytics and everything just, you know, chart upward. It's, it is a slow drip. People do get really discouraged by it and I get it. I, I, I go through the same thing, you know, but, at the end of the day, Google is still, search engines are still the most, the best form of digital marketing and your content will stay around, whereas social media t- tends to be, it's there, it's, you know, it's, it's up for, it does well for a short period of time. And then it's a year later, you know, it's, it's never going to be seen again Yeah. in some yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a uh, to me. It's a supporting uh, character in this drama. It's not the main character. People, but people like it because it's it's here and now, and people have short attention spans, and they think okay. But it's like you said, slow and steady wins the race. Uh, you know, uh, we can do the uh, tortoise and the hare. We can do the marathon analogy. Wait, I just did. So, uh, Steve, uh, real quick, the branding agency. What can you do for our listeners, especially our small to mid-sized business listeners out there?
1: Yeah, it's just partner with them. That's the biggest thing. I'm not here to sell anything to anybody. I'm here to partner with them and, you know, help them on their journey as as far as establishing a relationship. As I mentioned with Google, building trust, building authority, um, teaching you how to build and create content that is going to be found in Google, um, increase your online presence. Hopefully, you know, after a certain period of time, i've taught you so well that you know you won't need me who likes to pay those you know those retainers um with the the dollar and its its uh, ability to stretch a long way it it's not, it doesn't it doesn't stretch a long way anymore i understand that i'm you know hopefully i'm only around for a certain time where i've taught you and you've you've really mastered it and you can do it on your own most okay. of it
0: I love that. I have a I have like tiered services offerings and one of them is uh, teach you to fish. And, you know, and, and people sometimes they go, I had a guy say this. We had a great engagement. I worked with him for six months, got him on the path. And then he's like, well, I hate this. It's like we're breaking up or so. I said, no, you don't need me anymore you don't need to keep i mean and he's like are you nuts you could i pay you for another six months i was like you can't but, <laughs> but not for this come on i, I can't right, sleep at right. night that's not fair i love that i'm glad you think you think the same way you know steve this has been great uh steve is the dude behind the branding agency steve babolas and you know what i am beyond content with his content discussion steve it's been a treat having you here in the virtual lounge. I'm going to tell everybody, go to the prafterhours.com for all the links. You'll get Steve's links and, uh, and you'll learn a lot more there and follow his blog. It's really good. And you know, if you do like it, throw the man a backlink, just put it in your own blog and say, I heard, here's a good one, Steve, Steve work with me on this, buddy. Here we go. Here we go. In fact, you could say, you know, I, I listened to this great episode of PR after hours link, and they he referred to this great guests, wonderful blog about backlinks link. And you've just done a solid, and that's good karma in my opinion, Steve.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, you still have to build relationships outside of Google. So that's why I'm here is, you know, trying to build a relationship with you and everybody that's
0: listening, so. Well, you just did, buddy. And uh, maybe next year you'll come back and we'll talk again. I'd love it.
1: Absolutely, it was a pleasure. Is your story reaching the right ears? Or is it just another whisper in the wind? In the symphony of the marketplace, your narrative should sing. Alex Greenwood, a maestro of messaging with over three decades of expertise, is ready to conduct your story to new heights. From navigating the nuances of public relations to authoring novels that capture the imagination and producing podcasts that speak volumes, Alex crafts narratives that resonate and yield results. Turn the page to a new chapter. Let Alex Greenwood orchestrate your story to captivate, engage, and inspire. Step into the spotlight. Visit alexgpr.com or contact him through this podcast today. And let's start a conversation that matters.
0: You know what that means? It's Last Call here at the Virtual Lounge. Be sure to visit prafterhours.com for links to what we discussed in this episode and more. Be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. And join us next time for another round at PR After Hours with Alex Greenwood.